Hi, I'm Danny Murphy, and welcome back to Virtual Reality, where me and Evan Real spill all the reality TV news and gossip, and get ready to listen to our full, unedited interview with one of your favorite reality TV stars. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Mia Thornton, welcome to Virtual Reality. We're so excited to have you on the podcast, especially as the reunion is airing. We are in the thick of a lot of drama going on in Potomac, and we can't wait to break it down with you. Yes, it's a lot to break down, for sure. (laughs) And I love that you are zooming into us from your corner office in the new penthouse. Have you been sending selfies to your castmate to let them know that you're doing just fine? Yeah, well, no, actually. No, I'm not sending anything to those girls. Not right now. They're not one? They're on pause. <laughs> all them? All the ladies? No, not all Okay. Of them. Well, because I do want to ask you about that because I was personally kind of shocked uh, part one of the reunion. I mean, I think my jaw dropped 800 times. But one yeah. time that got me good was when Giselle asked if she was bringing up embezzling. And I was like, isn't that her buddy? How did you feel hearing that happen? I wasn't bothered by it by like at all like because you know I know myself I know the facts I know the truth and so I'm not guilty so it really didn't phase me one bit but watching it back I did I'm like wait a minute girl are you checking for me like were you checking and questioning what I had going on you know I think she should just worry about herself I thought it was pretty surprising because I think this season Giselle has been one of your closest allies did you feel do you feel betrayed now that you have watched it back and have taken a little bit of time to process her bringing that up at the reunion because it's a pretty alarmist thing to say it is it is it's a huge allegation and it's not something that we want to play with right um but do i feel betrayed no because one thing that you guys i think a lot of people like forget to realize i'm a realist i want you to say exactly what you're thinking to Mm. me just don't say it behind my back Right. I would prefer if she has questions, I, you know, I value and I appreciate women who are strong enough to just come out their mouth and say it directly to my face. Right. I can deal with that any day. Um, But the whole like sneaky running behind and saying things, I just I don't do that. I always pull the female aside. and I go, listen, this is what I heard. I mean, what are we doing with this? I'll defend you to the core if you're wrong and if it's true, but just let me know. Okay. Um, but so no, I don't feel betrayed by Giselle by all means. Do I feel like it was foul for her to bring that up on this platform? Sure. But I mean, hey, I got my shit in order, so there's no worries over here. And I feel sometimes she just she I think she even says this sometimes. She'll just say things to add a little add a little mess to it all, which I mean yeah. must be hard to sometimes be on the receiving end of that, but it is entertaining to watch at times. <laughs> Listen, at least she's consistent. <laughs> Who do you feel is a little inconsistent? Do you feel anyone's inconsistent? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I do. I think there's a lot of people or a lot of these girls that I feel like they're trying to navigate and they're trying to find like what you guys are watching. Like they want to put on a show. And meanwhile, I'm over here just like looking crazy because I'm just being myself. And I'm like, okay, yeah, people are watching. Whoops, I kind of forgot. <laughs> but hey, at least I'm being authentic. I'm being real. I can't change that. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. There is a level of vulnerability to you, Mia, that I think we don't see. I, I think it's rare in, in reality stars. I mean, you really put everything 
on the line. You're very open about what's going on with your business, your marriage. You're <laughs> you're down to talk about Jacqueline and bring that whole you know aspect yeah. of your life into this housewives world. Now that you reflect back on season seven and you think about like, oh my God, so many things came out, the threesomes, the Jacqueline, the business, like how are you feeling? Or do you regret opening up about anything at all? No, there's no regrets at all. You know, because at the end of the day, I was being honest. I was being transparent. You know, I tell people all the time when G and I decided to do reality TV, we decided, hey, if we're going to do this, we're just going to be our authentic selves. If we're going through something, we're going to share that with you guys, you know, whether you want to hear it or not. (laughs) And if we're not going through anything, we're going to share that too. You know, Um, if we feel about a, you know, a particular way about something and what's going on in society or what's going on with our friend groups. You know, I just feel like I I can't just be anything other than our authentic selves. And G and I, you know, this is who we are, you know, and I can't change that. So there's no regrets. I have absolutely none whatsoever. I am a little bit more, you know, reserved in making sure that the words that I use on social media are not to be interpreted as something else. Like I want to make sure that I'm telling the true story and that you guys are receiving that because I don't like to be, you know, portrayed as anything other than just being honest and transparent because that's exactly who I am. Well, I love that you brought up authenticity and social media because those are two big players in the Real Houses of Potomac. And you talking about that has me, of course, going to Robin and Giselle who get called out by your castmates sometimes for not being the most at the forefront with what's going on in their lives. I mean, most notably their podcast episode. How are you feeling about, do you feel that they like should be bringing more to the show or do you think they're doing what they just want to do and then people should be okay with that? Like, how are you interpreting all of that new saga going on? I mean, that's a loaded question, but I do feel that, I don't think that everybody is being completely transparent. I mean, I'm a rare form, so I can't expect everybody to be like me, per se. But I do feel like there are things that these ladies are going through that they're not being honest about. Um, And that's okay, right? Those are their choices. It's their life. These are the things that they have to deal with, you know? Um, You know, for example... there's some things that I probably shouldn't put out there because I forget that I have a five-year-old and for some reason her friends are watching the show. I'm like, what? Like parameters. Where's your mom? Wait, truly. (laughs) Yeah. I go into her class to volunteer and they're like, hi, I see you on TV. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Your mom is letting you watch this. And so now I'm like, okay, now I have to be a little mindful of that. That's the only reason why, right? Um, but other than that, I just think that, you know, there's no, I, I feel like we should just be who we are. We're a reality TV stars. Like we're, the point is real, right? Can It's R-E-A-L, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, I think that with Robin, you know, she said she was down to talk about it on camera, you know, the, the COVID side piece, if it had come up naturally in conversation, so, and, and 
you know, on one hand, I don't blame her for not just sort of announcing it randomly. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, it's like, well, Giselle knew and Giselle's kind of a secondary producer on the show. She could have come up with like an interesting way to make it part of the season. Do you fault Robin for not bringing it up or sort of having Giselle tee her up to bring it up? Like, what are your thoughts there? Oh, you guys, y'all know Robin is my girl, right? We love her. Yeah. yeah, we're we're La Robins over here. We're La Robins. Yes. If right. I had an embellished hat, I'd wear it. Okay, please do. I love her. <laughs> you know, and it's so unfortunate because if I think about the cast, and if you were to ask me who's the realest of the bunch, I would say Robin. So was I disappointed to know that there was something that she was dealing with that I didn't know about? I'm like, what is true? But you know, I under I get it, right? I do. It's a very touchy situation that she is trying to navigate with her best friend, right? And they're trying to figure things out. You know, there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of hurt. Does she really want to talk about this on national television, especially if they've already moved forward? Probably not, because it what happens is that it just opens up old wounds. So I'm I I get it. I understand why she left it alone. Now I did it like when she was like, oh, waiting for somebody else to bring it up. I was like, no, 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 girl. Like, if you're going to bring it up, bring it up, right? Like, don't wait until after the fact. But I, you know, I feel for her. I do. It's a really, really hard thing to deal with in a marriage and a best, you know, they've been, I mean, they practically grew up together, right? And so it's like, and then they're navigating and trying to figure things out and they're having to do it in front of all of us. So, you know, I'm, I feel for her. I do. I, I check on her a lot. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, there's no way that's anything that I would want to deal with. If, if Gordon was accused of doing something like that, I mean, I to me, I would be pissed at him. Like, dumbass. Like, get a fake card or something, right? <laughs> Use a cash app. Give her the money. <laughs> like, don't put your name on there. Like, what the hell? ATM. ATM. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. You know, it's just to say to say the least, I, you know, should it have been brought up? Sure. Yes, I think it should have. Right. I'm pretty sure we're going to have to talk about this soon. Um, But do I understand why she didn't? Yes, I do. And I feel for her. So you are close with Robin currently. Where does that put you with Karen? Because Karen's historically been your girl, but she and Robin do not see eye to eye in present time are you okay with karen mia yeah i love karen you guys okay okay i love karen i think that the challenging part with karen is that and i stay true to who mia was i pull her aside right and we're going to have this conversation one-on-one if there's something that goes down i'm going to be the one to tell you you're not going to hear it from the rest of the group right i'm going to tell you i didn't defend your ass okay (laughs) I'm not going to wait wait for the girls to do it. I'm going to be the one to tell you (laughs) that I could do better. I love Karen. I think she's great. She's fun to be around. She's spunky. She's, she's a hoot. Okay. She's really freaking funny. And I enjoy that. I enjoy her energy. Is it challenging to see like us all navigating throughout and, you know, her feeling like she's, you know, I, I, I think she's really upset at me right now. Um, and I have to figure out how to make that better. 
for being friends with Robin? Is she? Is that why she's upset? What's the root of her? Yeah, I think she's upset because of the whole situation about her and when we went out to her bachelorette party and there were some things that were discussed about her and I didn't defend her. I should have like told all the girls like to go to. How is she? How is she with Candace? Because Candace was there having fun too. Are they? good or is she mad at every single person who's at the batch party oh i don't know i don't know i just know that she's pretty upset at me oh i hope you guys get to a better place because i love (laughs) when the potomac girls all get along you guys seem to have so much fun and i kind of feel like you ended the season with the main ladies like on pretty great terms like you and wendy were even having a little fun and everything like that (laughs) how are you two doing are we are we are we still having some fun drunken nights or you gotta ask wendy (laughs) Listen, you guys, I like to have a good time, okay? You haven't noticed? I cannot hold grudges for long. I wake up the next day and I forgot what happened the day before. That's who I am, okay? I can't change that. I want to move forward. I can't harp on, like, negativity for long because it blocks blessings, okay? You've got to, like, learn how to be upset, address it, navigate, work through it, but then move the F on, so I'm good with her. She's probably not good with me, but I'm good with her and I'll be here when she's ready. Was it tough to have made up with Wendy and gotten to a better place at the end of the reunion and then, I mean, the end of the season and then the season begins to air and it's all about the martini toss. I'm sure that possibly opened up the wound again and sort of impeded the friendship from rebuilding, would you say? Yeah, I think, you know, we like you said, we left on good terms. We were good. We were having a great time. I was like, finally, we can have some fun. Um, and I think that the challenge is that she has to rewatch it all. Mm-hmm. And she has to take into account how the viewers took it. And so mm-hmm. they're mad. She's mad. Everybody's mad. And I'm like, okay, here we go again. <laughs> and how I did it to- feel when you saw the hot mic moment when she lied about not calling you a liar did that feel good did you feel vindicated in any way especially knowing the the troubles that you faced this season you know and that goes back to say it to my face Mm. right if that's how you felt just tell me you know don't be a certain way in my face and don't you know show that you you care or you know you don't have any questions and then the moment you leave you have a different like song to sing, right? It's like, just tell me. And that's what I don't like. I feel like it's snake behavior. Those are the people that I have a hard time trusting because if you can't say it directly to me, what else are you saying behind my back? And I do like how you never, like you say, you never do that. And also I feel you're also very open and honest about when you react in a certain way you always have a reasoning for it that I feel as a viewers and I'm sure your cast, I really appreciate where you're like, this is reminding me of this from my past. That's really hard for me to process. So yeah. I love that you always wear your heart on your sleeve. And that's why I also, well, I loved at the beginning that we got to meet Jacqueline. Cause I loved your guys dynamic that like she yeah. was from your past for so long and everything. Do you feel there was do, looking back? Are you like, Oh, I should have never had her on the show. Or do you feel you're like, maybe once now that it's aired out, we can get to a better place. Uh, <laughs> so Jacqueline's a little, that's a tricky situation, 
right? Because, you know, we are family, our families are commingled and there's a lot of things that has been said and done to each other. You know, there's a lot of pain. And then the challenge is I think that Jacqueline and I could probably figure it out and move on eventually. Like we fought before, like this is nothing new, but this time everybody else is involved. Right. Um, and now there, things have been said to my other family members in my defense that now it's like, OK, you have beef with my family. Like, there's no way that I'm going to just let you off that easy. Like, you owe a lot of people an apology, not just me. Vice versa. What do you think is the crux of your conflict with Jacqueline? Because it was almost hard to keep up with throughout the season. Like, what would you say is the main issue? So I think there was a lot that was done behind the scenes that you guys did not get a chance to see. I mean, the cameras weren't even there to capture it. So there's no way that you guys <laughs> But, you know, it was, Jacqueline is, um, she can be a lot, right? And she needed a lot of help, not just financially, you guys. Like, you know, she wanted to know what to wear and what to do and what to look and what to say. And I'm like, okay. I can help you for a little bit, but then you're on your own, okay? And there were sometimes there were things happening that she would do, and I'm like, wait, that didn't happen, and now I'm sitting here having to just go with it. It's going to make me look silly, but sure, I got you, girl. I'm going to go with it, <laughs> and that'll play out. <laughs> and so, you know, it it was just becoming too stressful, you know? I am a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a business owner. I got all this stuff going on. I can't keep up with all of your, like, you got to do you eventually, girl. I had to, like, you know, cut off the umbilical cord. And once I cut it off, y'all saw it. She didn't like it. <laughs> what were the conversations with Jacqueline, like, going into this season? Were you like, hey, girl, like, I think this would be really fun for you to film the show with me. Like, maybe yeah. you'll even get a champagne glass. Like, what what kind of discussions did you have with her? Oh, my gosh. I told her, I said, listen, I think you'll be great. You know, the two of us together when we're having fun, it's a lot of fun. Oh, and I like, like to have a good time. Um, and she's, she's fun to be around, you know, and we do enjoy, you know, our fun moments are fun moments. Um, and I, I think that I, I was telling her, just come in, be yourself. The world would just love you for who you are. You can't pretend to be anything that you're not and just have a good time. And I also told her that she needs to build her own relationships with these ladies. She cannot just be my friend. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, cause the moment that she's no longer my friend, it's not going to make sense for her to be here. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I did tell her, I said, build your own friendships with these other ladies. Do you, you know, you can't just be over here, my representative. <laughs> you know? she, she played that part very well. Um, and she does in real life very well. Right. Um, and it's okay. It works for her. And I love her for it. But, you know, this is a different playing field, girl. You got to just, you know, spread, be Jacqueline. I also like too that you didn't have her like you weren't like okay you need to be my sidekick and you have to do forever like you she you weren't like she wasn't Debraing we'll call it <laughs> nah, okay no. Yeah. no I actually you know I want I want her and I wanted her to really come in and make her mark and I wanted people to get to know her for who she was unbeknownst to me right mm -hmm. um same thing you know for instance with Karen you know Karen brought me in she gave me the same advice. I took it, right? I came in as Karen's friend, but I let you guys know who the heck I was. 
scared you sure you sure did you sure did mia i mean now now that you're reflecting back on this whole experience with jacqueline what do you think of the way like the trajectory of like oh my god girl i'm so excited to pandora's box i mean did you ever expect that it would get that crazy that that you would fall out because of the show so I actually thought that we would be able to keep it separate, right? But I will tell you, before we started filming, my aunts, my cousins, my mom said, don't bring her on this show. <laughs> We've seen y'all fight. They were like, she gets really sensitive. And I go, no, she'll get it. The world's going to see it. That won't happen. <laughs> it happened. So I should have listened. My, you know, my family did say, Mia, you know, I really think that you should just leave her out of this. And I didn't want to do that. If this is something that she wanted to do and she had the opportunity, I don't block blessings. I really wanted her to come on in and, and have fun. And, you know, like I said, make her mark unbeknownst to me. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting because you say that you guys are basically like a family situation because the way you guys fight, it reminds me of like, on Jersey, how they fight, on Beverly Hills, how they fight, where it's like, everyone needs to leave the room. If you have yeah. not known each other for like 20 right. plus years, run. Right. How, like, did the, um, are the, any of your castmates kind of giving you any advice? Are people trying to mend you two together or are they thinking like, you'll need some time apart? Yeah, no. So you guys didn't get a chance to see this, but Giselle, Robin, um, shoot, I even think Wendy, for heaven's sakes, was like, y'all need to figure this out. Like, this is weird. And I'm like, listen, there's no talking to her. When she gets mad, she gets mad. Just leave her be. We're going to go home. We're going to work it out and we'll be okay. <laughs> but y'all need to like, don't butt into it. But yeah, the girls were really upset about it. Mainly Robin. Robin was like, girl, work this out. But we know why, right? She works everything out. <laughs> yeah. she, she certainly does. After Jacqueline brought the receipts that she brought to the reunion, how did how did that impact your friendship? What did you think of the receipts? Were they were they significant? Were they silly? How did they compare to what was in the bedazzled Pandora's box? So I know Jacqueline, like the back of my hand, okay? I knew she was coming out with something because she's a follower, okay? That's the only reason why I came, because I, I knew, I'm like, this girl, she's going to come out with a little itty-bitty vanilla folder, and I know her, right? And so I was like, let me just be prepared just in case, just in case. That's smart, have it in the, ba have it in the little back pocket, yes. <laughs> and it was a beautiful box that you had. So you. so pretty. It went great with and the blue dress. Box, right? The <laughs> box of, of truth. And <laughs> the box of truth versus the manila envelope of lies? Of lies. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually no. No, no, no. Hers was true too. Yeah. No. She had she had a situation in there that I was like, thank God that you came clean with that because that was just weird to me. Like, oh. why why are we doing that story? Um, so yeah, no, she has some truth in there. Stay tuned. So she <laughs> brought receipts that exposed herself. Yeah, she did. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jacqueline. <laughs> Jacqueline <laughs> I'm like, okay, this makes no sense. Like, you should have fought, you should have sinned. Like. In that, you should have held to the core. Whatever you said, stick with it, girl. But okay. <laughs> Mia, what was your overall feeling leaving the reunion? Did you feel in a better place personally? Did you feel like you got to a better place with any of the ladies in particular? What was what was the vibe? Listen, I was tired. It was ready to go home. My baby. That was the vibe. No. Um, 
I felt good. Honestly, I felt like the reunion was just like, hey, we're just going to sit here and we're just going to talk about all our problems and how much we hate each other. Okay, great. And, <laughs> you know, and it was good. Like I didn't have any feelings really. I wasn't upset. There weren't any moments where I felt like, oh my God, you know, like I can't do this anymore. I've had other moments like that. Right. But um, I was good. I'm like, okay, we, we covered it all. It's a wrap. <laughs> I feel like you were kind of the MVP of the reunion because I, I don't know, Danny, I don't know if you were paying attention, but during part one of the reunion, Mia, your side commentary about the whole Ashley and Michael secure situation the bag. Actually hysterical. She needed another baby. She didn't secure the bag. Also, when the comparisons are made between Michael and Luke, you're like, no, Michael hasn't made. He's not intimidated by little Luke. What are your just overall thoughts about this whole Luke and Ashley, Michael, the house, the money, the prenup? Like, it, it's a lot. I think that Ashley needs to spend more time worrying about Ashley and then maybe she would have secured mm. the bag. <laughs> I was so busy running around town chasing after what Chris is doing to Candace or not doing right or DMing or who not DMing and I'm like girl you should have just been DMing like your next thing like you need to find a man clearly you need to secure the back <laughs> what are your thoughts after that reunion unfolds with the whole Candace Chris debacle because it seems like even Andy is like guys what is going on what what is going on here? And it's like Robin was a good in between Candace and Giselle, I felt, but now in the reunion, it seems like she's fully on Giselle's side. So what are your thoughts on all of this? You guys, I don't know what was going on, right? So it's crazy because when I was watching this back with you all, I'm like, okay, is that what we're doing? I had no idea that that was even happening. Like, cause you know, we don't like Giselle didn't tell me directly. She had that sidebar conversation with Candace. And she never told me, never had to sit down. So I'm like, what is happening? Um, I didn't like it at all. I actually reached out to Candace in the middle of the season was like, I'm sorry. Like, I had no idea that this was like the, the narrative that we were chasing after. I don't like coming after husbands. That's not what I do. You know what I mean? Like, I have my own husband here. We're happy 10 years married. I don't come after nobody else's husband. I don't need nobody else's husband. Okay. <laughs> and I don't want you guys coming for mine. All right. <laughs> Off limits. That's when that's when the show on my end will end. Okay, done. Check, please. And, you know, I felt, I love how Candace stood up for her husband. Like, she was like, where's Eric? <laughs> I love that. I, iconic housewife moment. And also, especially because Chris seems like a really nice guy, too. I love Chris. Yeah. I do. I think he's a lot of fun. And I think that, you know, unfortunately, he is just, he he feels comfortable with us. Mm -hmm. Right. He does. And he should, you know, he's, he's not coming for us. Like he has his own wife at home, but he should feel comfortable like a brother. And I don't want him to feel uncomfortable with us. So I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Now, before we let you go, Mia, I do want to get your thoughts on, I know we were talking about Wendy earlier, but Wendy and this, this cookie that, that, <laughs> that you're talking about, what, just tell, tell me your side of things because I, I feel like Wendy is, you know, obviously denying that she ever offered you the she cookie. Should. Or no, Peter, Peter the cookie. P it, oh, it, she wanted to show you the cookie, but then you say she wanted to give Peter the cookie. So please tell me what's going on in Wendy's cookie jar. You brought a whole bag of chips yeah. ahoy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, how many cookies does it take to get to the <laughs> 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 <I'm> saying <laughs> no. 
So, you know, that's all fun and games, honestly. And quite frankly, there was a lot of tequila going on that night in Mexico. So I could have very well said it. I, I don't know. Maybe I did. I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> I'm not. I know there's a lot going on. It's hot tub, heat, tequila. It, it was just, thank God the cameras were there because I couldn't, uh, who knows, <laughs> right? But I, I think that... I think that there's an element to Wendy that she's not being transparent about, right? It takes on to no one. And I also, and that's okay, right? You don't got to talk about your sexual life. You don't want to. But I, I feel like there's some areas that she just needs to be, you know, a little bit more forthright. Hmm. You know, so, we, we what would be your... people? We know a, little, a few people who know her people who know her. And so it's like, I'm going to keep it quiet as long as don't start and I won't be not. So you heard from some other people about Wendy and Peter. Maybe. Or maybe I heard it from the mouth of the opposing party. From Peter? Maybe. Oh, my God. I Well, I think that could potentially turn Happy Eddie into Sad Eddie, if that <laughs> were to be true. They need to trademark that now, too. Yeah. I, I don't think that there's too much to be worried about, right? But, you know, you guys should ask Peter. And how, would, how are you and Peter? Are y'all good? good? Yeah, we actually, he was in town last week. So G and the kids and I, you know, we have to go and support bar one. You know, sorry, I don't take pictures and post them. But no, we've known them for a while. They're good friends. Um, or he's a good friend. And so, you know, and I, I feel like that's a situation that I just don't want I feel like we've done good at keeping our friendship good with Peter. Like Peter and G are really close. So I don't want to go too far on exposing people, but you know, just ask him, see what he says. Okay. All right. Good to know. And also okay, I, well, <laughs> we'll get yeah, Peter on the next podcast <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or a party at your penthouse because it does look very nice. It does. Yes, it I can't wait to show you guys, but you know, I'm pretty sure you guys will be in here all up in our stuff soon. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. Oh my God. Mia, thank you so much for taking the time. We really, really appreciate it. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality, by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.